Welcome to Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey. I am Nate, your DM and general talkie man. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you get this podcast. And if you like it, you could tell a friend, we like friends, would love some more. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Last time on Carrots and Suffering. Jalen visited her boyfriend, the young paladin Lynn, and confessed a number of things that might send a normal man running for the hills. But Lynn is not a normal man. I just put my foot in my mouth, didn't I? Well, I may have tricked you into being honest. Jalen, you never have to trick me into being honest. But I want you to know I would never say anything to insult you on purpose. Sable confronted her main detractor in the house, Lorelei Varathy, and got her side of the story from the assassination attempt. Sable starts to realize just how much power she had, and still has. In a surprise twist, Sable invites Lorelai into the Circle of the Moon. And there is only one person in all of this kingdom that Yennefer Varathy would say has potential. And that person is you. Silpha attends court and then stops by the house of Lorem Ipsum in an attempt to confirm that Yennefer Varathy is recruiting fetches for some nefarious political moves. Well, okay, I, I guess I could try and walk by them and see if my lantern glows, which would be like a confirmation. You can walk by the Ipsum residence on your way home. Jalen counsels her adopted father to watch out for Yennefer, who is consolidating power much faster and much more aggressively than anyone anticipated. Yennefer Varathy really seems to respect the vision. Sir, be very careful with Yennefer Varathy. Sable turned into a horse and headed out after dark to be the last person to arrive at House Lunari. Only there's something hunting this evening. There is some sort of owl, only it is real, real, real big. Let's get into it. Hi, I'm Nate, and I will be your Dungeon Master. I'm Sandra, I play Sable the Druid. I'm Mandy, I play Jalen the Rogue. I'm Julie, I play Sofa the Wizard. And it's really high up right now, such that you can't really tell the true size of this creature, but it looks pretty big from here, and it can only really get bigger as it comes down. Okay. It appears to be hunting you. Okay, well, it thinks it's hunting a horse. You can credit... It to thinking, yes. I'm going to take a chance with something here. I'm going to turn back into Sable as a bonus action on this. I will look directly its direction, and I will just shake my head no, and I will waggle my finger in its direction, and then using verbal and somatic components, I'm going to call lightning. Okay. And right now, I just want to make a big-ass show of it, like the air just filling with lightning. And me clearly moving the clouds with my hands and that sort of thing. So this is like readying it. And if it makes any move in this direction, I want to strike it. Is that possible? Let's go with animal handling. I do have that. Let's see if I can roll it worth crap. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, so I rolled a 16 plus 4 is 20. 20. Okay. The owl decides for whatever reason <laughs> that you are not as edible as it initially thought. <laughs> And it turns, and again, it's a noiseless flight, but it's such a big bird that it does make some noise. And it turns and flies further down the road towards the city. All right. For the 10 minutes that I have this, and keep this in concentration, I'll keep it up in case I need to 
use it and I'll just stay Sable. All right, you all gather together at House Lunari. Well, I think Jalen's going to take the champions to the carriage house where the Masons are bunking up. You drop off two champions and they are very happy. They'll tell Lord or Lady Mason or both of them that Lord Evans graciously agreed to loan two of his champions repayment. You should probably talk to him about a favor. They nod and say, this was very nice. Thank you. We really appreciate the additional support. Of course. And Lady Mason says, oh, Jalen, before you go. Yes, ma'am. I heard you were interested in an orphanage project. Oh, Lady Mason. Forgot about the fucking orphanage. Yeah, she wanted to warn you so that you could, like, keep a straight face. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to roll a dice to see if she reacts at all to this suggestion. <laughs> Just the suggestion of use my house for your orphanage. Be like, fuck no i mean thank you for the offer she can still be like oh no and she can be like uh just because of the attacks i mean i was thinking of the architectural integrity obviously <laughs> like no you are not getting future vampires and wizards to play with <laughs> just wizards would be fine uh, i guess they don't know about the jars of blood do they or we don't know if they, they know may about the... i mean it's their house like i'm sure weird oh it's another cubby full of blood <laughs> of uncoagulating blood what could this be for <laughs> they had special codes for like whatever was down there like oh just trade goods <laughs> <laughs> this is what this one's full of skeletons lady mason says jalen I, I just wanted you to know i have a lot of extra space at house mason and i think that this orphanage idea could really be benefited by a uh, a formal central location and because i have the space i'd like to offer it to your project roll a dice jalen keeps a straight face but i think her skin kind of goes through a few shades of fluctuation and would give her away to anybody who knows how to read her. I don't know if Lady Mason... It could be blushing. You could be blushing with the generosity of an offer. You blush in greens and purples, and she doesn't know what that means. She keeps the straight face and, like, considers her for a minute because she's trying to run through her head, like, any possible thing she could say to this. And she says, uh, Lady Mason, that is very generous of you. We are just in the nascent stages of coming up with this idea, so there's a lot up in the air. I, Lady, your your house is a big maze that you all don't even know your way around in full, so I would be a little worried about children running off and getting themselves thoroughly lost. Well, I understand your concern. It's a very, very generous offer, Lady. Yes, well, there have been a millennia of Mason children that have turned out okay, so... We just have to be wary, and that is something I'm willing to do. Okay, lady, I'll think about it. Please do. This could be the start of something really profitable for the for the whole community. Right, right, absolutely. <laughs> you have a good night. She gives you a nod as you leave. And Jalen gets the fuck out of there. Are we convening in Silfa's safe house room? That sounds like a reasonable plan. Well, once we all three get there, Jalen will be like, wow, just the three of us for the first time in a while. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I imagine this room is having a window box, like a, one of those like windows that are kind of oblong out of the house a little bit and a place to sit there. Like a reading nook. Sure. So Sable will settle at the reading nook because with all of the talk of the thorns beefs, she's kind of wanting to keep an eye on the outside. Mm -hmm. 
because she doesn't i mean not that she truly believes it's thorns beasts that are creating damage and such but she just she's concerned one of the first things silpha will say is sable were you successful in recruiting any champions from the lady varathi to protect the estate i mean we're we're not as undefended as people would think but i thought the purpose was to at least maintain the appearance of an alliance with her sable turns her head towards you as she sighs and she says i asked the lady varathi she insisted that a conversation would need to be had but she was unwilling she said that that was important enough that discussion would need to be had so i've brought that message i i didn't know how you wanted to pass it on i brought a couple of champions from house evans but i had also understood it was for the masons in particular i am certain that if your aunt wanted to speak to her that would be fine but one way or another it is speaking to yennefer well gina's in the carpenters guild isn't she she might be able to pull some weight with that oh i believe that aunt gina would be considered too far beneath the status of the lady varathi for her to entertain meeting with her in person well but melise might be able to use her relationship with gina as a negotiating point Perhaps. Uh, if anyone met with her at, at any rate, it would be my mother and not... Right. <sighs> How was Court? Oh, Court was a buzz. I don't think in all my days I've seen such an exciting Court session. People are very worked up, concerned over events in town. There seem to be two camps forming. One in opposition of the use of magic, and the other for it, and led by Yennefer. <sighs> so mid-tour, Drury would be anti the thing who all is for it uh many of the other houses i believe the frikers might be for it but well the frikers believe their property is next and so they recalled all of their champions from town that means lord mentor will have a a rather thin contingent still on watch at the keep i think lord evans is siding with yennefer i ran into him on my way here i told him to be careful about her but what do I know? I went and saw Lynn. He heard the rumor that we had gone out into the thorns, which means people are talking about it, and he's probably not the only one who's heard that rumor. That's something we should probably keep in mind. He wants to come with us. Of course he does. Do you think that a good idea? Well, for our sakes, yes, it would be a good idea. He has a lot of fairy knowledge. He has a fairy allergy sword, and he knows how to use it. And we don't know what we're going to run into at the castle, and I would not quickly turn away help like his. On the part of the town, the poor Ninos are in really high demand right now, and I don't know what kind of excuse he's going to be able to use to get away from that. I did swear him to secrecy about what we were doing, but I don't know how much of a secret it actually is if people are talking. But if you two aren't okay with that, I'll tell him he can't come. Silpha seems to be mulling the idea over. Sable does too, although what comes out of her mouth is, the Frikers think they're next. So it might seem like she's completely ignored what you just said. <laughs> Honestly, I think Jayla's getting used to this Sable reacting to things by not addressing them. <laughs> Nate, I was looking for the map that shows us where all the different estates are. They're actually not far from you. You'd leave the property, you'd cross a little bit of Miev's property, and then you'd be on their property. So it'd probably take 30, 20, 30 minutes, but you could go there. 
And Sulfa nods. Yes, of all the estates that have been attacked, their cause for concern seems warranted. By withdrawing all their champions from Lord Mentor, however, that means the Regent's Keep may be vulnerable as well. And as you both know, these attacks seem targeted. Mm-hmm. Did you talk to Thomas? No, I'm letting Leslie go about her investigation. I don't... It wouldn't be proper for me to approach the Drury's without their invitation. Jalen nods slowly and says, all right. Lady Varathy brought back her champions as well. Jalen says, I'm pretty sure Lord Evans has most of his at the Evans estate, too. So... If we want to find out what's doing these attacks, probably our best night is tonight to set up a place. You want to go to the Friker's estate and just stake it out? Perhaps we could stake out a place. If we are at the Friker's and something happens in town, do we have any means of knowing? No, but Sable, we can't be everywhere. I know. We can't, but... I look back at them and I say, which do you think would be next? I think the Frikers would be a logical target. If Yennefer's behind these attacks, she wants to get all of the houses rallying behind her. So if she's racketeering, then yeah, they would make sense to hit next. Possibly, or if Mentor is more vulnerable at this point, then... That's true. Striking there could also be possible. Could we stake out somewhere, which... I know a few rooftops that would give us a pretty good vantage point in the direction of the Frikers and the Mentor Estate, but it would compromise the amount of time it would take to get to either place if something hits. I don't claim to know Yennefer yet, but I think she would be one to consolidate power before attacking the opposing camp. I say, if we are to try and help someone tonight, it'd be the Frikers. So do we just sneak onto their property, or do we knock on their door and say we're here to help? Well... Perhaps we should find out everything that we all found out tonight first, and then decide? What I know, a great deal more about the Fey Courts and how they work, which I can share with you at any time. From Cass? Yes. For one, the Fairy Queen, in her own way, controls all aspects of the world in her court, which means that even those people who are in the court are controlled by her. If she forgets about people... They can be kind of forgotten by the world as well, which is not pleasant, uh. which is one of the reasons people do things to get her attention. She has a hierarchy, so only particular leaders interact with her, and that the world at the Fae almost mirrors in a strange and dreamlike fashion the world that we have. Also, regarding Marigold, Cass told me that there is a spot in the Central Garden where creatures are frozen. One of those statues is a sculpture called Marigold. Do you mean frozen not moving or frozen as a made of ice? I don't remember if she actually clarified that. I think she said it was an ice sculpture. It is an ice sculpture. Yes. She turned her own wife into an ice sculpture? I don't know if she did. I just know that that is the, the middle in the center is a sculpture, an ice sculpture named Marigold. Hmm. I know that Yennefer was one of the fairy queen's assistants, also very well noticed. I found out about a grand gate that opens into the realm of fae, but it opens very rarely. I also heard that any powerful fae can cross. There's also still an altar to her in the chapel. Really? Yes. Apparently behind the nature altar. I didn't look. Interesting. Oh, and I uh, got another member of the, the Circle of the Moon. Who? Lorelei. What? <laughs> 
Slipha's <laughs> eyes widen. How do I explain this? Lorelai has died once and been brought back to life. Everyone will fully expect her to be in Yennefer's debt. And indeed she is, which means that she will be close. But she'll also be a member of my circle. Okay. I mean, doesn't that mean she can make deals to get power? She could make deals to get power anyway. All right, that's true. So, I mean, is this like a keep your enemies closer thing, or is it a... For the most part, I don't trust her. Okay. But I will know what deals she makes, and I will know what power she has at all times. And in the meantime, that power is, for want of a better way of putting it, mine to wield. Okay. Well, maybe that's not as crazy as it sounded at first. Sofa will say, oh, about discovering more of what we can about the Feywild, I, I mean to have a conversation with my father. Is there anything you want me to ask of him? Is there a way we can protect ourselves from the Queen's whims if we go there? I mean, from what Sable says, if we're there, we're at her mercy, and if she doesn't even think about us, then we're in trouble on an existential level. So is there something we can do to prepare for that? I will certainly ask. A worthwhile question. Oh, there is one other thing. Yennefer is uh, collecting fetches. Oh, yes. I passed Lorem Ipsum's house and my lantern glowed. Yeah, he, he is... Lorem is a fetch. Well, we guessed that, didn't we? Yes, but now it is confirmed. Now it is not conjecture any longer. Correct. Any illumination as to what she's doing with him? She apparently has some form of control over fetches. This would not be the only one that she is collecting. I don't know what she's doing with them, but that is... Uh... Great! <laughs> Shit. And poor Lorem. It wasn't even his deal. It was his parents. His parents traded him? Yes. The whole time she's looking out the window, as if looking to see if something is coming, so she's not seeing the looks of horror on her friends' faces. Or disgust, or... Yeah. But she knows, because she feels it herself. She just is not really showing it. Oh, I went down to the sewers. There's three diggers. The people digging the tunnel are still there. And she rummages in her pack and pulls out the copy of the map that Lisa made for her. And she also, I think Jalen was holding on to Miev's map this whole time of the surrounding area. And so she rolls them both out to sort of compare, puts Miev's map on the floor and then kind of overlays Lisa's map and tries to sort of make up for scale differences or whatever. But she wants to see where the tunnel goes. In relation to Miev's map. Go ahead and roll me survival to draw insights from this map or investigation. Can I try as well? Investigation's yes. better. I got a 17. And I got a 19. Okay. For ease, it turns out the scale was actually really similar. Hmm. And it, it seems to just be a fluke. But you both come to the same conclusion that that tunnel actually leads basically out north almost as far as the castle is away from the city but you're guessing it's got a ways more to go before it is outside of the thorns it doesn't go to the castle it goes it goes further north so the castle is northeast and it goes basically straight north straight north okay does it go under any of miev's maps landmarks not really it passes not wildly far from the crypt, it does not go towards the quarry. Okay. Or the monastery? It goes near-ish the monastery, but like not under it. She says, they said they opened up into a big 
cave network of some kind, like these open caverns, and they're not really sure what they are, and they're trying to figure out how to get through them on the other side, but I don't know. I don't know if this is useful or not. I'm not sure now, but it's worthy of consideration. Also, I met one of the things that was wheeling and dealing with the Rat Pack. Things? On the altar that Vincent had down there. I met one of the fairies that I think he was talking to on the regs. It was a rat goblin thing, but he wasn't the boss. Apparently the boss is the rat king. He wasn't around. I don't know if he'll be around if I go back down there or not. What were you talking to him about, Jalen? And now she's turned back and looking at you. She says, I wanted to know who was there listening. If the diggers were there, I wanted to know who might try to talk to them. I am rolling an insight. What If you rolled a 10 on deception, what would you have? 19. Manipulative as fuck, dude. <laughs> and I only rolled a 14, so then I'll just ask out loud, and that's it? Yeah, that's it. They know who I am now, and I directed him that I would be the one to talk to so that they wouldn't try to talk to the others. Did you make any deals? No. Asked some questions about the Fairy Queen and favors, but I didn't make any deals. What did you want to know about her favor? I wanted to know the possibility, Sable, that since we offed six of her vampire mason enemies, including the big vampire mason enemy, I wanted to explore the possibility that we might be able to get some kind of reward for that. Hmm. I don't think we can, but I thought it was worth inquiring about because we did a hell of a thing. Sandral, Sandra, Sable. Sandral? Yeah. <laughs> Sandra, Sable, out of the corner of your eye, sees movement out the window. Oh, I turn back immediately. A faint snow is falling, and you see someone moving between the old broken-down shed and one of the tool sheds out in the snow. All right. I'll say someone's out there, and it, <laughs> and there's snow. Jayla will come up to the window. Sylpha will peer out the window. She sees really well in the dark. She can see in the dark, yeah. Yeah. Silpha, give me an advantaged perception roll as your moth eyes quickly pick out things in the darkness. Can I do a disadvantage? You would have disadvantage, yes. If I do poorly on this, you know it's going to be like, oh, sparkly lights in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> the moon is so bright. <laughs> I got an eight, so she doesn't see shit. With advantage, I rolled a, a 16. With a 16, you can tell that there are fresh footprints in newly falling snow that seem to be circling the Mason family carriage house. Oh, no. What do you see? Well, I can't quite make out what it is, but there are a set of footprints circling the carriage house where the Masons are. I can't make out if it's guards or something else. Worth checking out. Do these windows open? They do. All right. Then I and hopping out of that window. Well, this is like the second or third floor. I would still want to go out here so that we don't, like, miss anything, if at all possible. Jaylen could climb down the side of the building, I'm willing to mm -hmm. bet. She was gonna grab both your hands and do a, a thing that uh, oh. <laughs> yes. you've not experienced before. <laughs> so as, as Sable pushes the window open, Silpha squeezes in front of her and says, Come on, grabbing both your hands and alarmingly, like, pulling you out and forward. Silva, what the fuck? <laughs> okay. 
Mary Poppins style, all three of us drift to the all ground. Right. Hold on, I'm gonna see if Jalen takes this in stride. Ah, yeah, she does. She's like, okay, cool. <laughs> she does not cling to Silpha on the way down. You get down and your your feet crunch into fresh snow. And it's it's pretty quiet out here. It's very serene, actually, as the snow gives everything this muted feeling. And you take a couple steps in the direction that you saw this figure, and three sparkly lights, kind of like fireflies, suddenly light up and bounce. And they're coming from the opposite direction you saw this figure, Sandra, off to the right near the edge of the cottage. Three lights? Three sparkly little lights. All right. So that's coming from the opposite direction. Will of the wisp. I'm going to look in the direction of those three lights and say, tell me that you mean no harm or we'll start with you. The lights continue bouncing and it remains quiet, weirdly quiet. Jalen's going to cock a crossbow. Sofa will roll what's appropriate. I was going to roll Arcana because sparkly lights. Arcana would be appropriate. (laughs) Appropriate. I rolled a one. Oh, but she's a fucking moth, so she's like, ooh! It's the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Sparkly, pretty lights. The dice know. And Silpha starts veering that way. (laughs) Jalen will grab her arm and be like, Silpha? What? I want to check out those lights. I know you do. (laughs) Is it snowing everywhere? Or is it just where these lights are? Is it snowing over by the carriage house? It's snowing probably over the whole kingdom. Oh, okay. So I am going over to the carriage house. I kind of look at the direction of those and then like give a little snarl. As a bonus action, I'm going to turn into the biggest wolf I can think of and hurry my way over to the carriage house because I don't want them attacked. Roll me survival. I don't think this is going to work out that great for me. Twelve. You have advantage as a wolf because you could smell really good. Oh, yay. Thirteen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> A 13 tells you, so the snow is rapidly filling in the footprints and you're losing them, but the smell of whatever was out here is still in the air. It's close and you think it is hiding in the wreckage of the shed, which is just across from the carriage house. The same shed we raised the golem in? Correct, yes. Are my friends anywhere close? Jalen's going to flank Sable Wolf. She's going to keep back a little bit just because she's ready to shoot more than anything else but she's flanking her i'm assuming that whatever it is is hiding so probably knows that we are there so i'm not going to try to be stealthy at all instead as i head towards that area i'm gonna let a low guttural growl come out of me i'm trying to intimidate whatever is in there Go ahead and roll me intimidate. I think Jalen's skin fades too, so she's pretty camouflaged against the night. You turn vampire white, and it hides you against the ground. Well, it's not terrible, but 13. 13. Okay. Roll me an intelligence saving throw. Okay, so intelligence check. 17. Your wolf paw passes through something on the ground, and you look down and you realize that there is an illusion there. And you step on it, and this whoopee cushion (laughs) goes flat, and this flatulent noise comes out. And you are well aware that it is an illusion, and you you are not surprised nor panicked when you are, I guess, a little surprised because you step on an illusory whoopee cushion. (laughs) Jalen side-eyes Sable. (laughs) (laughs) The the wolf lets out a ridiculous fart. (laughs) I mean... Just ridiculous. I 
look at my paw. I, I think her head just goes. <laughs> yeah, so it's like growl, growl, growl. growl. Complete freeze. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of lifts her paw and looks at it and sets it down further away from where that illusory whoopee cushion is. Jayla says out of the corner of her mouth, barking spiders? I don't even try. I just, <laughs> I think that there is something in there. Is that right? I have no idea what the fuck just happened or why. So I don't want to run across it in case there's a bunch more of them. Silva basically calls out a hark. Who goes there? Jalen aims the crossbow at the door waiting. You hear a, uh, a whisper. Silva? Whose voice is it? You need to roll me a perception check. I rolled another one. Oh, no. ah. The dancing lights haven't gone away, so yeah, th- someone said Silpha, but you you weren't. It was fast. You don't know who it was. But can I tell where it came from? Yeah, it's definitely coming from the wreckage of the shed where you created the golem. I cover that ground very quickly. I don't care if there are farts that follow me. The wolf runs right up to the edge of this bit of wreckage, and you hear a startled like, bah! and a spell goes off. A explosion of playing cards sprays into your face. Out of character, I know exactly who this I is. I know, yeah. Out of character, I've figured this out, but... Give me a another intelligence saving throw. Okay. Oh, I rolled a 19, so that's a 22. The playing cards zip through you and fade away, and you are looking at a hooded figure on the ground holding a deck of playing cards and you recognize Thomas Drury. I give a deep sigh. <sighs> As a wolf. It's like one of those frustrated dog sighs. Yep, and <laughs> then like paws cross each other and then my chin just goes down on my paws and I look at him like he is the biggest problem I have ever dealt with. <sighs> Put upon puppy dog. So Jalen still doesn't know who it is because I don't think she's close enough. Well, you can see that the wolf didn't attack and laid down and let out a deep sigh. Yeah, she sees Sable laid out, but she doesn't know if she's, like, being charmed or what. Yeah. The wolf did appear to get hit by a bunch of playing cards. Yeah. So she's going to slowly step forward with her crossbow still up and say, who the fuck is it? It's, uh, it's, uh, uh um, it's Thomas. Get out. Hey. You see him <laughs> slowly stand up. He's wearing a big, dark, blue hooded thing, and snow has fallen on him, so it's, he's, like, lightly covered and he pulls the hood back, and it is Thomas Drury. Sylpha's expression changes as, me- as soon as she sees it's Thomas, and she breaks out in a big grin. And then she goes in for a hug. He gives you a big hug back, and he's like, Ah, oh, Sylpha, I, uh, I had to come investigate for myself. And he points at the cottage, and he's like, he- He's just a normal guy. Oh, I am memorizing his scent in case I ever have to find him. Thomas, I think, has a perfume smell around him. You get the impression that he has a, you know, like a signature scent or something. He wears product. He's a fancy lad. He's dapper. Mm-hmm. He orders his cloaks from Boy Cloaks? Yes. <laughs> boy Cloaks is just one boy who makes cloaks in Fenrir, but... Yeah. They don't get the magazine. No. It doesn't deliver. <laughs> You're getting really good with the lights and things. That Good job. Yeah, thanks. I I have been practicing pretty pretty much constantly. I have to hide from my parents, though. They 
really would not approve. Well, I have a space inside set up where we can talk privately, and it's it's much better than out here in the cold. Come on. Yeah, okay. I give a whine, tilt my head, take about five steps towards the direction that the Frikers would be, and then come back and sit back down and whine. And if nobody responds, I'll do the exact same thing again. Thomas, we we have an inkling of what's been going on, and there's definitely some foul play. He turns and says, I swear to you, the person I saw was Byron Mason. He looked exactly like Byron, exactly like him. And I I came here to expose him. I've been watching him all day. He's he's just a dad. It Something is wrong. And Silpha tries to like reassuringly pat his arm and says, I know, the Byron who is here on this estate is... Just a kind person and a loving parent. But, the wolf kind of tenses up and twitches a little bit and then just turns all of a sudden back into Sable. And she says, oh, for fuck's sake, that means Fetch is going to be attacking tonight. And we don't know which one it is or how bad it's going to be. We can't. We got to go. Thomas rolls a dice. She was just about to ask him whether he knew what a Fetch was. <laughs> you see Thomas's eyes go really wide and he's like, they're not real, are they? They are. Sylpha looks at him with dead seriousness and nods. They're absolutely real. We gotta go protect the Frikers. Nobody's gonna be ready for that. I just wish we could sit and make a plan about this before we just go charging to the Friker house. Thomas says, if if what happened at my house is gonna happen there, we can't we can't stay here. We have to do something. Well, then let's make a plan while we go. Exactly what Sable said. You said it's about a half an hour walk. Let's gather our things. Yeah, we can get there in a half hour. I actually know the way. We have to be careful, though. There's some thing in the sky is it an owl i don't i mean it's it's a bird i know how to handle it (laughs) sable's getting all dirty harry (laughs) i got this i got this (laughs) you feel lucky punk do you and it's time for the mid-roll and that means fairy facts the Leon Shi, or Fairy Lover, is a classic Celtic mystical beauty closely associated with the vampire myth or the succubus. There is some evidence that this is rather modern fairy, not necessarily one of the ancient fays, but, you know, it's still fun. She's said to be a beautiful woman who takes poets and artists as lovers. The men in her life become wildly creative and productive, but die tragically short lives as they ultimately go mad. The relationship seems unavoidable. If the Lian Shi sets her eyes on you, there is only two options. The first is to play hard to get, and decline the advances of the Lian Shi, which renders her a slave to him. The second option, the most common, is to be taken in by her charms immediately and become a slave to her. So, how do you thwart the Lian Shi? I guess you could avoid Ireland, or maybe present as a woman. That second thing's probably not going to help, because there is at least one rumor of a male Lian Shi who chases women. The moral of the story seems to be that you should play a little hard to get with beautiful women, but in the end, you're done for, so enjoy it while you can. Okay, let's get back to it. Jalen will look at Silpha and say, could we bring Skrix? Would he be safe? I'm just thinking if we're taking a gamble that... It's the Frikers who are getting hit tonight and not House Mentor, which was the other possibility. I wondered if he could keep us posted on town. Well, the range of my connection to Skrix is 
limited in distance, and I, I worry about putting him into harm's way. Okay. He wouldn't like me saying so, but he is a rather delicate creature. Okay. So how are we approaching? Are we going to go knock on their door and tell them we're here, or are we just going to sneak around their property and possibly get shot? Mm. Ideally, I'd hope that we could ward off any threat before it even reaches the Friker's property. That would require knowing which direction it's coming from. Are we guessing from House Verathi? It would be as good a guess as any. All right. Well, the House Verathi side of their property is the opposite to the side we're going to be getting there on, so that means crossing their property to get there, or going around. Well, we do have someone who can get into the air and see quite well. That's true. As a thought. Sylvia was like, yes, I can aid in reconnaissance in that manner. Jalen looks over at Thomas and says, what do you got besides illusions? Well, I haven't tested it yet, but I, I think I figured out a healing spell. Okay, yep, that could be handy. You think you figured it out? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've managed to, like, you know, heal a paper cut. Aw. Okay. <laughs> Everyone starts somewhere. I think the greatest asset Thomas has to us right now is information. What exactly happened at your house? So, I had snuck out to practice magic in the wheat field, and, well, there was a commotion, and I, I turned and I came running back, and by the time I got there, the cottage that Lorelei was in had wall had been torn down. This giant beast was there, savaging the place, and there was this, this smaller monstrous creature like a mutated animal and a, there was a bigger beast and I, there was bugs everywhere and anyway that i hid and they immediately sort of stopped what they were doing and and left but one of the animals turned into byron mason hmm. Hmm. so i nobody has found or killed either of these things so it's possible that there i mean you're saying Laura Mipsum went ahead to House Farathi. I mean, are we looking at a possibly fighting three things tonight? Would she use the same thing twice? If it's her fighting, she's going to throw everything she has. And I think it's a safe assumption, an unple if unpleasant one. I don't know enough about fetches to know whether or not they are capable of taking different forms. That could also depend on what she's doing with them. And her means of controlling them. Which we know that she can do. Well, when we get to the edge of the property, Silpha can take to the air. Maybe you could check out t the direction of town to make sure nothing looks like it's exploding there. I expected Leslie back here tonight with more information as well. Since she isn't here yet, Silpha will pull a scrap of paper out of her component's pouch and scratch a note down. And then something Nate and I had discussed was one of the newest 5 ebooks. Tasha's Cauldron of Everything has an optional wizard feature, which allows you to swap out one of your wizard cantrips for another cantrip on the wizard cantrip list. Oh, nice. Sylpha will conjure a mage hand, which will take this piece of paper, which she's hastily written something along the lines of trouble in town. BBL. <laughs> <laughs> Headed towards Frikers. <laughs> and this mage hand will... This kind of spectral ghostly hand will take the piece of paper and go up into Silpha's room and lay it on her bed, and then it will exit the window and push it shut from the outside. Nice. Leaving it unlatched. Nice. Yeah, Jalen will nod appreciatively and go, really, Silpha, you've got like the best fucking toys. I nod in appreciation and say, let's go. 
Silpha, you feel an intense feeling of satisfaction as a piece of paper sort of crumbles against your belly, and you realize that the Skrix has sat on this piece of paper now. (laughs) (laughs) I use my mental connection with Skrix to say, So happy you're satisfied. If Leslie comes by, please at least pass on the message. Sure, sure. Mm, So nice. (laughs) Don't eat it. So you folks head to House Frikers. You walk down a a big hill through the Lunari family orchard. Do you make any effort to not be seen? I think we should. Yes, I think we're probably trying to be pretty stealthy. And also watching the sky because big bird owl thing. Okay, so there are four of you, plus Thomas, so I think you need three successes on stealth. Four of us, including Thomas? Including Thomas. So you need three successes on stealth to get out of here without the orchard workers seeing you leaving. Or we need me to cast Pass Without Trace. That would also do it. Which I had prepared just in case I needed it to hide and be able to get to your place. That would be excellent, because that would last for some time as well. An hour, right? Yeah, I think it lasts for an hour unless we give ourselves away deliberately. Yep, it is an hour. But that'll give us a plus 10. Well, I got a 30. (laughs) (laughs) We can't see Jalen. Jalen has disappeared. And she has disappeared against the night. She's wearing dark clothes and she has let her whole, she's let her skin fade. I'm also at a 33. (laughs) Also cannot see Sable. Except when she's like, hey. She's like right next to you. You're like, what? What? <laughs> really? You should have been a thief. <laughs> I'm a mere 19. <laughs> 19 to still do it, I bet. She's leaving little moth footprints in the snow. Good news, everybody. The DC was 10. Hey! So... <laughs> then why did you make us roll? We already had a plus 10, dude. <laughs> for funsies. <laughs> you modified the scenario after I called for the roll. So... Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. You head into the grasslands. So you cross into Miev's property, which is really a massive sheep pasture. Just miles and miles of sheep pasture. And the first thing you notice is that you are heading into a flock of sheep. The second thing you notice is that the sheep seem very upset about something right now. And I believe Sable's passive perception... I'm going to look up into the sky. Yeah. What's your passive, Sable? 14. 14 is just good enough. Jalen has a 14, too, if it matters. 14? Okay. Jalen and Sable both realize there is a creature circling in the sky. You can't hear it. It blotted out enough portion of the moonlight that you thought a cloud passed in front of the moon. Is it bow or crossbow range? Or can we tell? No. It is currently hundreds of feet above you, circling a flock of sheep that you are next to. Well, I'm currently concentrating on pass without trace. Yeah. Jalen's going to knock an arrow and wait. And she's going to try to find it where it's flying and see if she can track it. So why are these sheep out Yeah, that is a good question. Why are the sheep out at night? That is a good question. Nate, the farm boy. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, pigs are fine at night. (laughs) Who didn't put the sheep back in the barn? Who let the sheep out? (laughs) How far away is a barn? That's what I'm asking. So the barn is to the southeast. It is probably five minutes walk. All right, well, I'm going to start. We got to start herding them towards the barn. They can't be out. I mean, that's not normal, right? They should not be out. They should be put away for the night. All right. Despite the fact that I've got Pass Without Trace going, 
I'm going to start trying to move these sheep that direction. Jalen will say, can you talk to them? I could, but I would rather save magical abilities to... Sheep are pretty dumb. Let's just <laughs> herd them. They're not fun to talk to. Let's... Handle, animal, handle, animal. Handle, we're going to handle the animal. Handles the animals. That's... It could be bad. We're going to... Oh! Did you roll a one? Handle, animal. No, I rolled a 15. I'm oh. just still going with ham, animal, animal. Animal, animal. It, it's a sociopathic sheep cannibal. I get a 19. The silence of the lambs! Come on! <laughs> I'm gonna Hannibal the animals. And Sylpha is the moth. Yeah, there you go. <gasps> she totally is. We're gonna recreate this movie. <laughs> we're, we're, just, oh, we're, we're just rewriting Silence of the Lambs. That's what this campaign has been about this whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the foreshadowing here is terrifying. But who's Clarice, though? I'll be Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> Clarice is a badass. Thomas is Clarice. Come on. Thomas is Clarice. <laughs> With his yeah. whoopee cushions and yeah, yeah, yeah. playing cards. And his bad shoes. I suggest you put the lotion in the basket. <laughs> you put your whoopee cushion in the basket. Or you get the farts again. Put the magic in the basket! <laughs> so it's like, okay, okay. So this is a group check, so everybody will roll handle animal again. I got a 19. That's a success. The DC is only 10. I got a 6. Okay, this is not one of okay. my skills, but I rolled really well. I have no idea how the fuck Silpha knows how to handle sheep so well, but that's another 19. Yeah! She kind of grew up around me a bit. Maybe she, like... Saw this every once in a while. Pick something up. Thomas uses some strange noises uh, that he can generate with his hands. <laughs> fart, 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 fart. Yeah. <laughs> Does it work? Duck calls, etc. It seems to be helping. So you get the sheep basically to this barn, and the, whatever this creature is, you, you can get eyes on it. It is snow white in color, but it doesn't seem to stand out any easier to see in the night sky. But it's getting lower and lower and lower, and you get the sheep into the barn. What do you do? Well, Jalen's going to keep tracking this thing, and if it starts to if it starts to dive at either us or the sheep, she's going to shoot it. I'm guessing there's nobody outside to talk to and say, why the fuck were the sheep out? There is no one outside to talk to. Yeah. All right. I will make sure that the barn is closed so that the sheep don't immediately come back out being sheep. And then I'll check. Is it the same damn thing that was following me before? It is. It's come much lower now that there was a lot of prey. You realize that this thing is bigger than you thought it was. A horse would be a light snack. I'll just say, I don't want to fight this. I don't either, but I'm ready to. We could wait in the barn for a bit. Sylpha volunteers. Well, the longer we remain in the barn, the more time passes on your spell, and we want to make haste to the Frankers. I do have some bait left over, maybe in conjunction with an illusion. Jalen, do you think you could fire something like this out of a crossbow? She produces a vial of bait. A vial of fairy moans. <sighs> Where do you want me to shoot it? As far away as possible, because it will draw every single Thorns Beast-type creature to it. 
Are we anywhere near the thorn line? No. You've been heading the opposite direction now for about 15 minutes. Is there a really big open area that's like not close to anybody's house? I mean, like she wants We're to- in the plains. You're next to a giant pasture of endless grass. Okay, and there is now no sheep. There is no sheep at the moment. All right, yep. So she'll take a thing from Sylpha, tie it to a bolt, and shoot it. Okay. Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check. Okay. Hey! Hey! (laughs) 29. Good. Uh. Good. (laughs) She aims for one particular blade of grass Mm -hmm. and hits it. (laughs) What? I mean, I knew what would have happened if you'd rolled low. It would have shot the crossbow out of the bindings of your of your vial. <laughs> then it would have spilled on us. <laughs> and it would have spilled yeah. on us and everything would have come for us. And we're running, but we still smell like the thing, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> Get in the water! Get in the water! Give me a D20 roll. Who? I'm not rolling it, because last time I, I got a dragon. Just straight D20 roll? Yep, just straight D20. Don't add anything to it. 16. 16. Okay. You were lucky. You fire it, and there doesn't appear to be anything in that direction. And this owl thing swoops down and starts digging into the grass with its talons. You can't tell what it's doing, but it doesn't seem to be done with it. So it just seems to be preoccupied. All right, we're going to pass without Trace on out of there. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You realize now that this thing is on the ground, it is bigger than the barn you put the sheep in. Holy shit. But hey, it's busy. So great. Okay, you slip away. Jesus. So <laughs> breathes a sigh of relief. You don't need to roll stealth because its perception powers are sufficient that ones will still pass. Yay. Concentrate, concentrate, concentrate. So you slip noiselessly away. Another 15 minutes will pass, and you are well into the Friker's orchards now. They are grapevines, basically as far as the eye can see in all directions. You can see uh, places where they smash the berries and fermenting sheds. And this is clearly a winery, a massive kingdom-wide, only real source of alcohol winery. Other than the mead. True. There is a meadery. So we need to, I mean, this isn't the time that we need to start looking around. Well, do we want to get on the Varathi side of the property, assuming things are going to come from that direction? I mean, whatever we want to do. I don't know how your spell works, Silpha. I'm I'm not sure how long it would last. Ten minutes, isn't it? Uh, Flight is ten minutes if I chose to fly. She would probably not choose the flight spell, just because, like, people are on edge about fairy attacks. (laughs) So a large winged creature would certainly... Mm. Might make them nervous. Potentially draw rumors and make people nervous. But she can levitate. So before you make that decision... There is one piece of information you should probably have. So go ahead and have everybody roll me an investigate roll. 16. 7. <laughs> 14. I'm concentrating, damn it. <laughs> Thomas gets 23. Wow. Well, good. Yeah, he's smart. So your group investigate check passes. All of the humans seem to have gone to the central manor house. There aren't any guards in the winery per se so you're guessing that all of the people have centralized and grouped up for the night they appear to have all gone to the central manor house there's a central manor there's a stable there's a massive wine storage house full of barrels there's a place where they make barrels and that central compound seems to be where all the humans are 
So Jalen says quietly, the question is, are they going to attack the outbuildings or where all the people are? I should think for maximum impact, they would go for the people. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason just to destroy property. That's not what they've done before, is it? That's what they did to Miev. Is it? At House Miev, they killed her sheep. Destruction of property lends an incentive to negotiate for protection. I don't believe that someone responsible for directing these attacks would necessarily have a direct reason to attack members of the Frankers' household in the same way that they had an incentive to do so at the Drury's. I mean, we've established that she probably can't bring someone back again, right? So that's not a stunt she'd be looking to repeat. But she does want fear. She wants fear. So she would attack near the manor home, or the, the centralized compound, I think. I think that is safe assumption. Agreed. We stay close to it, then. Should we split up and surround it? Never split the party! party. <laughs> we split the party all the time. <laughs> you do. Not when we're walking into a fight! Oh, we made Nate rub his face. He's like, oh god. I've only punished you for splitting the party a little bit. Okay, so... I can promise, though, if you do it now, it's gonna suck. <laughs> you got such a smile on your face. That's awesome. I'm still gonna say it occurs to Jalen that we could cover more ground around the compound if we split up. I'm not saying out of character that we should do that, but I think that's something she would suggest. Yeah, Sable will say, I think it's far safer that we stay together. We might not see it as soon, but I'm certain we'll hear. All right. Agreed. All right, go ahead and give me a perception roll. Please be better. Please be better. Ooh. Oh, that's better. This is another group check, so everybody's going to roll it. 22. Man, Thomas pulling his weight over here. Good for Thomas. I got a 12. 15. Yeah, Thomas's D20 is on fire. Okay, so 15 is sufficient, and Thomas gets a 19. Oh, wait, do I have advantage on this roll because it is nighttime? It is dark. Yes, you do have advantage. Okay, that's better. That's a 16. Okay, great. So actually, everybody Everybody sees it. So a swarm of bugs, flying insects of some kind, can be heard in the distance, and it's getting closer and closer, and then it goes over your head and to the horse barn, and it settles on the top of the horse barn. Well, we know where to go. Jalen goes, I don't know how to fight a swarm of bugs. And we will leave our story there. Special thanks to Todd Ferguson of My Pet Machine for our tunes and Julie at Elaborate Flight of Fancy for our logo. Don't forget to leave us a rating and review wherever you found this podcast. Another special thanks today to Dolly of Dolly Darling Art, who did an amazing rendition of the Fenrir map that you can see on our Facebook page. Will our heroes figure out what's up with all these bugs? Find out next time on Carrots and Suffering, a D&D Odyssey.
I'm Sylpha. I play Julie. <laughs> I'm Sylpha. I play Julie, the pharmacy tech. <laughs> and we're all like, who is this girl? Is this one of Sylpha's alter egos? <laughs> she plays houses and humans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grinning and giggling because I'm thinking of another game in which I... <laughs> oh, yes, the, where you had the owl. <laughs> in which I was a druid and I was a giant owl terrifying someone. <laughs> Wait, didn't you eat? Didn't you swallow somebody whole? Or... Yes, that was a different thing. Oh, that was a oh, whole different oh, thing. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it was related, actually. It was actually. related. It was the same incident. It turned my character in, into a vegetarian for life. <laughs> Also, y'all, I was purchasing some gifts for my family, and one of the Amazon, like, you liked this thing, so we suggest you buy these things, came up, and I actually clicked on one, and I ended up buying it, and that was, it was D&D Mad Libs. <gasps> D&D Mad Libs! So I think, I think we should have a recording session where we do, like, a special we, we Mad just Libs do, session. Yes, 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 can we please? Yeah. <laughs> We could even, like, roll for initiative to see, like, whose turn it is to choose noun, verb, or adjective. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited! 